Hello, welcome to Perry on Privacy, episode 25. And today is the 25th of May. A very special day as GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulation, has come into effect. And I have already filed my my first right to be forgotten and my customer subject access request form. I've already filled one out. Uh, this is with Just Park. It's a, a UK company. Um, I didn't know I had an account with them until they sent me an email saying that they've updated their terms and condition and privacy policy. Um, so I then responded requesting to remove my information and also a copy of all the information they had on me because I wasn't even aware I had an account with them. Uh, they then sent me a, a PDF form I have to fill out and uh, send back to them. So within 30 days, I should have this information and uh, they should remove it from their systems. So this is something that uh, I don't need my information on JustPark. I don't use JustPark very often. Maybe I do uh, 100 kilometers or miles a year in the UK every year. That's about it. I don't go there, you know, drive there very often. So um, yeah, why do I need a JustPark account? It's just waiting on a database somewhere to be uh, to be hacked and uh, be put on the dark web. So these are companies that I, I no longer do business with. And um, I also had a, a call from a, a Canadian bank that uh, I used to have an account with. And uh, this is a, a bank that I will mention the name of. It's actually a credit union. Uh, they're called Meridian. And the reason I signed up with Meridian about a year ago was they had quite a clever marketing campaign in the car park of uh, a, a mall in Toronto. And uh, there was an Irish guy there and I got chatting to him and he's like, oh yeah, come and do this, come and do this. And that competition, I did quite well at the competition. I won some money. I ended up opening an account. And then a few months later, I got a, a few emails from different companies um, trying to sell me different financial services. They had my information and I wasn't sure where they got my information. But it turns out Meridian had uh, shared and sold my uh, personal information with third parties. So this was a couple of years ago. Um, this is before GDPR came into play. And uh, I felt very violated by my, by my privacy uh, regarding this. So I decided to close the account. I moved the money out immediately. I requested to close the account. Um, they haven't been very prompt in closing that account. Um, and it wasn't until uh, about a month ago, I got a letter from Meridian saying that they want to start charging me money. Um, I think I had about seven cents or 17 cents left over in the account and uh, the fees were going to exceed that. So I said, no, 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 I wanted to close my account. Please close my account. And then today, of all days, I got a call from Meridian. It was one of their sort of uh, client loyalty specialists. And they'd um, asked me, you know, why did you close your account? And I told them, well, I closed my account because you sold and shared my personal private information with third parties without my consent. And uh, I told them that I'm an EU citizen. I'm therefore entitled to a, uh, a greater degree of uh, privacy. I have more rights than uh, the Canadians do. And um, they need to comply. Otherwise, they'll be in breach of uh, GDPR and could be liable for a 20 million dollar fine, 20 million euro fine. Um, so the lady was quite shocked by this. I don't think uh, Meridian is GDPR compliant and then this lady definitely hadn't heard of it before. 
um, she's going to forward me off to somebody else and uh, they're going to try and uh, comply with my request. But I haven't heard anything back from Meridian yet um, about this. But yeah, it's definitely concerning, I think, when you have a bank uh, selling your personal private information to third parties. And um, I find a lot of uh, issues with uh, the banks here in Canada, uh, although they're very safe to do business with, very safe banks. You know, they've been the sort of uh, the envy of the world over the past 10 years. But I think uh, when it comes to security and privacy, they're definitely lacking. And I've reported numerous security concerns with uh, with banks over the years here in Canada. Um, some, some of them only recently updated from only allowing six-digit passwords. You know, there's no two-factor authentication. Um, I see a lot of fraud from Canadian banks happening, and it's because of the, the lax security. So these policies, I think, with banks, I don't think banks are GDPR compliant. Um, they're very vulnerable right now, security and privacy-wise. Canadian banks are not adhering to the uh, GDPR legislation, and neither is uh, many North American companies I I've learned. Um, of course, we've got Facebook and Google. These are two companies that definitely don't adhere to GDPR, but regardless of what they might be saying and sending to you, uh, these are companies that are constantly embroiled in lawsuits uh, from selling, sharing, uh, not managing data properly. Um, I've had discussions with businesses that you know, dealing with Google is uh, not only a violation of people's privacy, but it's uh, a violation of company policies now. Um, their staff are not allowed to use Google services because of the issues uh, with privacy, data sharing. Uh, it's a risk to the, to the company to use Google, basically, and many companies are adopting policies in strictly enforce uh, zero Google usage. And many of my discussions this week have been how to uh, move off of Google. It's a real challenge because um, they, they don't want you to move off these services. You know, they're making lots of money out of your data. And uh, as I can see uh, in a BBC article today, the complaints have already been filed against uh, Google, Instagram, WhatsApp, G and Facebook. Um, because of the, the GDPR, uh, they're, they're not complying with it. And uh, Privacy Group, uh, nyobe.eu, led by Max Rims, said that uh, people are not be given a choice. You know, it's like take it or leave it, and this is not in compliance with GDPR. So I do expect um, lawsuits, and uh, you know, Google's constantly sort of been in lawsuits over the past five to 10 years with the EU and other countries as well over its poor management of people's data. And I think it's only going to continue because Google's business model is, is not privacy compliance. Google's business model is to offer their services free of charge to make you the product and to share your data with third parties. And that's, that's in their terms and conditions. That's their business plan. And this is going to really throw a spanner in the works of their business plan. Same with Facebook. We've got it with Cambridge Analytica. And I think these companies have done, you know, phenomenal things over the past few years. They've got great development platforms. But anything that's opened up to development sort of shows that they don't have full control over things. And that's like what we've seen with Cambridge Analytica. Even myself, I've built apps for Facebook. I've built apps for Google, Android. And I'm well aware of the 
sort of the permissions and the privileges that a developer can uh, can can take um, and abuse if they wish. So I see there's lots of uh, risks involved in using these services, and they're not really in compliance. Another area not in compliance is uh, I forget the, um, the the sort of the, the head company here, but it's lots of newspapers, magazines, media outlets in the United States. They posted some sort of warning on their website if you're in the EU, and this is another uh, form of uh, you know they're doing nothing. They're not sure what they're going to do. They're sort of going to wait and see and uh, see what other businesses do, other media outlets, and sort of then try and follow follow their lead. But what they've done is basically block access to people in the EU to access their websites. Now, again, this shows you that they're not willing to comply with uh, protecting their users' privacy uh, and information. And it also shows you that uh, they haven't really thought about this because I'm an EU citizen, but I'm in North America. So I can access their websites and it's they're not complying with GDPR. So I'm very interested to see how these media outlets are going to deal with requests from people like me, privacy advocates that are also EU citizens. So very interesting times and I'm very excited. Uh, GDPR, it's, it's going to be very, uh, I think it's good for people really. It's, it's going to, it's going to open up the discussion and so far, I only know of two companies in the U.S. I'm sure there's a lot more, but it's just uh, Apple and the XYZ. These are two companies that are opening up um, and not excluding. These are inclusive of everybody. So not just EU citizens are going to enjoy greater privileges, uh, greater levels of privacy, greater levels of security and more control of their information. So customers of the XYZ, customers of Apple can enjoy these benefits. Um, in the coming months, whereas other customers, other companies, if you're in the United States, if you're in Canada, you're going to have less uh, rights, less privileges, less privacy, and less security than your European counterparts. So this is a discussion I, I constantly have with people because people aren't aware of really what GDPR is. And uh, I think it's good to have these discussions, you know, I think everybody should have the uh, the rights to what EU citizens have. Why, why should EU citizens have more rights, more privileges, more freedoms, more privacy than everybody else? It just, uh, it's not fair. I think Europe's done a great thing introducing this law. It's now up to companies to readdress their policies and improve on them. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to Google and Facebook. Uh, these are two companies that are really uh, in the thick of it right now. Uh, they're business models, uh, are business models that I don't agree with. I definitely do enjoy uh, building apps on these platforms and seeing what you can get away with. As per Cambridge Analytica, it's quite uh, alarming, really. But we, we see a lot of people uh, turning these these systems off. Um, every day I have discussions with people how to you know, get Google out of my life. Um, it's a real challenge to to stop using Google, stop using Facebook because they're they're so ingrained in our everyday life. It is possible. There's many benefits to doing it, and um, it's good to have these discussions. I find with people that you know take their privacy and security seriously. 
but it's going to be very interesting to see how they uh, they cope. I don't think they're going to go out of business anytime soon. Or, you know, we still have MySpace around, for example. Um, they are going to take uh, a hit, and they're going to have to rethink their their business uh, plans. These companies, because the sort of sharing da- people's data, exploiting people's data, it's uh, these are the old days, and in the wild wild west, it's is no more. So people are going to start taking control of their data. And uh, I think this is a really good thing because I don't want um, my information held on company databases that I don't have business with anymore. Uh, let's give you an example. Like I, a few years ago, I was a Bell Canada customer and Bell is an ISP, an internet service provider here in Canada. Uh, Bell is also uh, terrible at securing its customers' information. Uh, it's not GDPR compliant. And they've been hacked multiple times, similar to how Yahoo has been hacked. And they don't always like they're a bit slow in informing their customers about this. So as a result, a lot of my personal information, um, very sensitive information, such as email passwords, um, whatever other numbers were included in that, I'm not sure. But these have been put on the dark web. And this has happened several times with Bell. So with GDPR legislation going into effect, once Bell become, if they become GDPR compliant, I'm going to be able to ask Bell to delete that data they have on me and therefore reduce my risk of my personal sensitive information uh, becoming hacked. And this is the the real risk, I think, with uh, dealing with so many companies that uh, you can you can have your information on a server somewhere that's you know being poorly managed uh, i see it very often you know big companies they're not taking security privacy seriously and they have company people's information uh not secured properly and it's just a matter of time before this this data uh, gets exploited by a uh, a hacker and penetrated and copied onto the dark web where it becomes public and eventually it gets added to Troy Hunt's password tool where you can see your password has been pawned or your email address has been pawned. And minimizing the risk of uh, your these, these things happening is by minimizing how many accounts you have around the web. So all these emails that you got from GDPR uh, companies in your inbox recently, they're very important emails. And um, I think it's a, it's a good time to go through those emails and start evaluating, do I really need to be doing business with this company? Do I need my information saved on their database? Is this company really taking my security uh, seriously, my privacy seriously? Probably not. So it's time to start uh, removing y- your accounts. And um, it's also time for, for businesses to start you know, really educating themselves on GDPR and taking uh, privacy seriously. I see that um, just from looking at the emails that get sent out, many businesses, uh, even large tech firms, like yesterday, my podcast, we mentioned, uh, you know, Instagram, Yahoo, uh, Tumblr, you know, these are big uh, tech companies that have millions of users and they don't understand GDPR. They're, they're, they've got bugs in in their you know in their systems that don't allow people to uh, click on the links to unsubscribe and things like this and this is a major problem going forward 
Um, and, and like Yahoo, for example, they've also been hacked multiple times. It's definitely not a good idea to have your information on a Yahoo server. Uh, so yeah, remove your information from these things unless you're using Yahoo and you rely on it. But uh, I know I don't rely on Yahoo and I'm going to be fulfilling uh, a request to remove my information from Yahoo, uh, along with many other companies. And it's a good time for a company to go through their policies, to go through their procedures, look at how they're storing data. Do they really need to store this data? And what are their retention policies? Should I be retaining this data indefinitely or should I remove it after a certain amount of time? So I know for what I've worked at, at uh, the XYZ in developing the privacy policies and procedures uh, in place over the past few months, there's been a lot of work we've done now. And I really think it's really improved. Uh, we already had a great privacy policy. We already protected people's information very carefully, but uh, it has allowed us to improve on that. And that's what GDPR, that's why it's a good thing because it's helped uh, companies uh, learn more about the data they're keeping and look at those retention policies and start to remove the data. So this is only going to help in making the web more secure. It's going to make less people have their data compromised and uh, privacy. Yeah, it's going to be um, a hot topic of discussion over the next few months. And uh, we'll see how these uh, complaints work out. I'm sure there's going to be lots of complaints against lots of large companies. And it's going to be interesting to see who gets dealt the first fine because the fines are huge. Is it 20 million euros or 4% of global revenues, whichever is greater? That's a lot of money. And someone's going to be uh, forking that out soon. And I'm going to be very interested to see how that folds out. That's it for today, guys. Happy GDPR day. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Bye for now.